0: Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe D'Amino. On this episode, we talk with human behavioral therapist, speaker, and consultant, Carly Pepin. She has a global reach and delivers the message that regardless of one's background, occupation, or origin, every individual encounters personal and professional challenges stemming from their own perceived flaws. She emphasizes that the key to living a fulfilling life lies in how you utilize and transform these stories. Having devoted her life to mastering the intricacies of human behavior, she empowers others to do the exact same thing. Through her expertise, she guides individuals in looking beyond the surface and delving into the core essence of their being. Enjoy this story. Carly, it's great to meet you. And I wanna begin our conversation before we get into your life and your work by covering what we went through with this pandemic. How did you get through the last three and a half years and how did it subsequently change you?
1: Uh, With the pandemic? Yeah. Oh, I just moved more. Yeah. I wouldn't say that it, I was already working from home. So I was already doing everything via zoom. And the only thing that really shifted was that we started transitioning our group workshops online. And then I just, I moved And mainly I moved because there's just um, nothing to do. And so I thought, I'm just really all by myself. (laughs) So I actually moved up to Lake Arrowhead first, then I moved into Canada with my, at the time, boyfriend who's now my husband. And then we decided to come back to Lake Arrowhead for some business opportunities. Uh, But yeah, it was, I think it's interesting because it didn't really impact me that much. If anything, it just gave me a a lot of opportunities to do things differently. And just because I didn't, I guess, see it as something that was horrible or wrong, I just thought to myself, okay, things are going to change. What can I do on my end to ensure that I'm tackling these changes? And the majority of my clients kind of had a similar perspective, and they knew, like, one of them is in the construction business, and he's like, a lot of people are shutting down. And I, I was like, well, what do you want to do? And he's like, I want to stay open. I want to make sure people are getting paid and people have jobs. And we were like, okay, let's figure out, like, how to do that, right? So I think for myself and clients, it was like, how do we not stop life? How do we not stop life and stay fulfilled while all this is going on?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the name of the game. So, you know, you're a human behavioral therapist, you're a speaker and a consultant, but if we had to boil this down to something Mm -hmm. digestible and understandable to a young mind, I'm going to put you in front of a bunch of third graders, it's career day, and one of the kids says, hey, what do you do for a living? How do you answer that child?
1: A third grader, visualizing myself in front of a third grader. (laughs) 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 I've not done done this for Okay, so yeah, so if I think about speaking to someone like that is I assist individuals in ensuring well, helping third grader helping them to Go through any challenges, any challenges they're going through. I want to help them get through the emotional pain that they're feeling, the stress, so that they can make every life, like every day of their life, feel more like a vacation, right? So it's like, no matter what you're doing, you wake up and you feel inspired and fulfilled and your life feels like a vacation. So you don't have to take a break from your life because you love it that much.
0: What did you want to be in the third grade? What was your dream to grow up and become?
1: In the third grade, I was in Miss Link's class. So I think it was a, I think that was like the veterinarian time.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That seems about right. Yeah, that's, that's about right. So you obviously give a lot of yourself um, to, to clients. That's, that's your profession. Take Mm -hmm. me back to where you were born and raised and what were the seeds that were put into you to get into this work and to ultimately get into this therapeutic realm?
1: Yeah. So I was born and raised in the Los Angeles area in the San Fernando Valley and Yeah. um, My parents, they're just entrepreneurs. And I have my whole family's entrepreneurs. My aunt was an entrepreneur. My uncle, my grandma, or my great-grandpa, or my great-uncle, sorry. He's the one that we used to hang out with. My grandma and my aunt. So everyone I saw around me was in a business. And I just have certainty you can't avoid personal development and growth without having... Like when you have business in your life, like you just can't avoid it. So watching them, getting to experience it, it just rubs off, you know, and it was, it's like an option. Do you want to have the job or do you want to have a business? And the nice thing too, is I didn't have the illusion, a lot of the illusions that it was going to be easy. You know, there's a lot of fantasy sold out there that business is easy, but because I got to see companies sometimes get built from the ground up, I, I knew what it took. And I knew the time and energy and the struggles and the, you know everything on the back end. Like major stuff happens, so that was really helpful for me too. So even when I started building the business, it wasn't like, oh, it needs to happen overnight. I was like, oh, I'm five years in, like, and I'm doing man mediocre. And I was like, but that's great.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Whereas some people are like, oh, I'm a year in and I'm not like seven figures. I'm gonna quit. And I was yeah. like, oh. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So what's your motivation? What is it every day? You obviously have to give a lot of yourself in your profession, but you also have to save some back for you to evolve as a human Mm -hmm. being. What is that motivation that allows you to do all of this and to to enjoy what you're doing?
1: I absolutely love it. Yeah, I don't really need motivation. So I love what I do and I do what I love. So every day, no matter what I'm going through, I'm inspired to connect with people. It's different for everyone. It's not because I'm like helping people in this specific way. Funny, funny enough, the person that I mentioned in the construction industry, he loves what he does and he does what he loves. So every day he wakes up and he's inspired. And so Yeah. Anyone has it. Whenever we figure out what that is, you just wake up and it's the things that you don't need to be motivated for. Nobody needs to push you. It energizes you, makes you feel alive. When I found it, I latched on and I was like, I'm going to make a business out of this. Yeah.
0: So obviously you have to be anonymous with clients, but what's one of the, an example of one of your favorite success stories?
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah. So Yeah, you know, I would say, like, even when we think about success, it's not even the achievement of a thing. It's like the achievement of connecting to who they really are and what's genuinely valuable for them. So, whenever I talk to a client, and if at the end of the package they share with me, like, they're feeling better every day, they're more inspired, like, they're moving forward in whatever area of life, like, we worked on that they want. So, everyone's really unique and different. One client I'm working on, we're focused on business and relationships, and she's moving forward on that. There's some people, one particular, we're focused on business and spirituality, and he's moving forward on that. But the main goal is, is that, you know, we get really stressed out and we wake up and we have all these things that run through our brain. I want to help clear the brain noise so that every day you wake up and you feel better. I want you to feel lighter. I want you to move through light with um, lightness. You know, Swedenborg says it, heaven and hell is a place on earth. It's like what we make it. So if I can shift the mindset and the perceptions, that's my goal. So I want people to feel better every day. Yeah.
0: So in the realm of human behavioral mm-hmm. therapy, who's been kind of somebody that's noted in the field that you mm-hmm. admire, that you look up to, that 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 you've taken a lot of their learnings and translated to what you do in your profession?
1: Yeah. So I would say too, like when we think about looking up to people, it's more... Finding mentors. We don't want to put him on pedestals or pits, but we want to stand on his shoulders, right? Yeah. So we don't admire him too much, or else we become infatuated and in subordinate. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, John D. Martini, he's one of my favorites. He's a colleague of mine as well. And I really appreciate like everything that he shared and things that he assisted with me with. Yeah. I really appreciate him. So mm-hmm.
0: if you can meet anybody alive on the planet right now, who would you love to meet and talk to?
1: Yeah, I, it's funny, people ask that question, so I've heard that question. Actually, I'm really grateful for all the people I have in my life. Uh, Are there people it would be cool to meet? Sure. Um, I love meeting business owners. I don't think there's one specific person. I just, I feel like everyone has so many different things to to connect with like I started taking some online schooling at Harvard for like business and stuff because I love business and it's been fun like I was listening to the CEO of C3 AI and I was like he'd be fun to connect with but then there's also the CEO of Adidas and I was like oh he'd be fun to connect with so I really resonate with uh, CEOs and individuals who have like a greater vision greater purpose behind their business and people who really want to build businesses that stand the test of time so when I think about those, I'm like, yeah, I'd sit down and have a conversation, right?
0: Yeah, well, you know, and yeah. and who's a CEO? Who's mm-hmm. who is a CEO out there that you really admire what they've done? Just really. From- I mean, I don't,
1: I don't know if it's like admiration. I don't know if I'd call it admiration. I would um, call it more like the educational component and inspire. I'd call it inspiration. Sure, right. But even like the C three AI guy, you know, for for a living, I help individuals corporations I align their vacation with their vocation so even if they're like an employee I align that so they can get inspired by what they're doing every day even if you just show up at a job like even them I want to feel better so sometimes I work with companies and stuff to help that and it was fun because I was listening to the the c3a guy um I forget his name by the way uh but (laughs) he's inspiring but I was interested in listening to him because I was like wow just through his hiring process I was like he's kind of figured out what I help some companies do and I was like how interesting right like I have a specific way of doing it he's a specific way of doing it and I just find it inspiring when people tap into individual genius right so part of me was like what is your questionnaire because the way that he hires people is so specific that he's actually cultivating an employee base that aligns with a specific life purpose, basically, like a specific set of priorities and purpose. I don't think he's even realizing he's doing that. So part of it was like, that's inspiring. Like, yeah, how'd you figure that out? What'd you do? What was your path? Because I know it's different than mine. And I know he's not incorporating it, which is fine. But it's like, yeah, I'm just curious to see like the other ways and what builds a person to like come up with those ideas to create that kind of culture.
0: Yeah. So of all of the mm-hmm. things that you've done and become and evolved into, what are you the proudest of?
1: Yeah, I'm I, i just, I'm grateful. I would say I'm just really grateful to have the business that I have today. Yeah, I'm really, really grateful. I know that it's not something that everyone has the opportunity to have or experience. And I have put in a lot of work, obviously, but I just am really grateful to have a stable growing business and to have the opportunity to get paid to do what I love.
0: Yeah. So if there's anyone out there that might be on the fence that might be looking for services and help, what would you say to them to go ahead and make that leap into it?
1: Yeah. I mean, if anything that I'm talking about resonates with them, then they just reach out and they make the call and we, Marcus really said this and I really love it. Like we, We think in terms of immortal goals, but then we live like mortals, right? Like we forget and it's like, okay, well, how do you actually start tapping in to those immortal goals? We all have things that we'd love to achieve now, but even the things we'd love to leave behind for people. So instead of waiting, because life really is precious and it really is finite And we forget how finite it is, um, especially the younger individuals listening. I know in our 20s, we just think we're going to live forever.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, And then you start to age. (laughs) Well, and speaking of, if you had a dream tonight, ran into a 20-year-old version of you, and you could give that Mm -hmm. version of you a piece of advice based on the wisdom you've gained in your life up to this point, what advice would you impart on your young version?
1: I know it doesn't seem like it, but everything right now is on the way. Everything is perfect. You'll see it later. You got this. <laughs>
0: yeah. So yeah. if anyone <laughs> is feels impelled and they want to reach out and they want and they want to like email or call or or reach out and find out more about you, how do they do that?
1: My website's the best option, Carlypeppin.com. Everything's okay. there, social media, everything.
0: Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Carly, thank you for your story. Thank you for your time. Have a wonderful 2024.